Hello. Thank you for listening and watching. Um, you had options. This episode, I have my buddy uh, Christian from Talk Me Off. Uh, he's a great graphic designer, great drummer, great promoter. He does it all. Um, here is one of the shirts that he designed for our buddies uh, from Orlando, the Caffeines. Or just Caffeine, sorry. Um, it's great. Go find Talk Me Off on Instagram, at Talk Me Off. Um, go buy their new album, Cursed. Uh, it's great. Fun listen. Great riffs. Great drumming. Great lyrics. Yeah. Um, go find me on Instagram, at You Had Options. Uh, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel so I can change the URL from a bunch of gibberish to just you had options um thanks i've gotten a lot of support so far for the podcast i really appreciate it um it means the world thank you guys so much uh enjoy Thank you for um thank you for joining me yeah man thank you for having me i'm stoked it's it's uh it's gonna be a chat right it's gonna be something i have some surprise guests from your past that are gonna come out here and confront oh, yeah. you oh yeah like yeah. uh like anthony soprano and the uh slipknot windbreaker yeah it's gonna be like <laughs> i heard you've been talking shit i've heard you've been using me as a joke background <laughs> not a joke all seriousness and the new metal in the sopranos all about that did you ever get into Slipknot or uh, that that era of music? I feel like in high school, I feel like everybody kind of had to, you know, like to an extent. Right. Up, like at least you had to like listen to it a little bit. And like, I don't know, definitely could have been worse. I'll, I'll say that, yeah. you know. But like, you know, in high school, I listened to a whole bunch of weird stuff. So that kind of, it was like everybody was hyped on new metal and all this weird, weird, interesting things. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first actual show was uh, a Treyu and 18 Visions in Atlanta. Uh, so I was <laughs> I was all in. Uh, How old were you? I think I just started high school and my brother took me, so I must have been maybe 14. 32 at least. <laughs> this is about this is about uh, when were we going to quarantine 10 months ago? So like uh, 10 and a half months ago. Yeah, I'm sure bands like that are still playing shows through quarantine, so. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> yeah, what an interesting role, dude. Yeah, 10 months being work from home and, you know, we're we're not doing much. Right. Well, the uh, the thing about y'all, about Talk Me Off, y'all put out a full length. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we put out. We put out the full length cursed and we got it pressed. You know, we found some awesome labels to back it and then we played two shows with it and 
Haven't had anything since that. Yeah, we had a little release weekend with uh, here in Richmond, and then we played a show with Teenage Bottle Rocket, and that's the only two times in person that we've, like, sold it. So that was fun. (laughs) That's fun. Uh, But we just, we recorded a new EP instead, so now we're just like, maybe we'll just, you know, just start start fresh when shows come back. Yeah. Yeah. we have four four song what are we five song yeah so it's a it's four new songs from us and then we cover a youth brigade song so oh, shit yeah you're yeah. uh just just from what i gather about you from your internet presence <laughs> uh which is very strong it's all a lie <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh you're super i'm gonna project onto you right now you're super uh-huh. into uh 80s hardcore and yeah. uh, what um how, do you remember when you first got into uh, that era of hardcore? Yeah, you know, it was back in high school. Like, so a lot of my friends, like, we all, you know, listened to, like, you know, Rancid and stuff like that, Operation right. Ivy. Yeah. And I feel like those Gateways. were kind of like, yeah. yeah, those were kind of like, you know, and even like bands, you know, me and Holly were talking the other day, even bands like Anti Flag, you know, like back in high school, if you had like a punk band in the mainstream, you can kind of like wiggle your way into the stuff that you actually like after that. Yeah. So, High school, you know, started, but then, like, you know, Rancid was cool, but started listening to, like, bands like Gorilla Biscuits, like, Chain Strength, Agent Orange, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just kind of, like, the old SoCal hardcore punk and stuff like that for, at least, you know, for Agent Orange and then the New York hardcore for, like, Gorilla Biscuits and all that, so. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we we definitely kind of span a few few genres between all of us. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Cursed earlier mm-hmm. today, and your drumming is very uh, 80s, early 90s, like hardcore inspired yeah. to me. With yeah. with punk, you know, obviously it's punk, but... A couple 16th notes in there. Yeah. Just, you know, just for fun. Yeah, because we, you know, we get the pop punk thing and we all love the pop punk stuff, but I think, you know, sometimes we're like, well, Ryan listens to like, you know, like RKL and like I listen to all this old stuff and Holly listens to like... The Donnas and she, right. you know she, she spans a lot of genres too, so we kind of it's interesting. But I think at the end of the day, it's still yeah punk band for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you get into like trying to get uh, uh, exclusive like color variants of of, of <laughs> records and shit? No, so that like whole like so I feel like with hardcore music at least like there's so like there's such a culture of like oh man like i've got like the 80s t or i have like the first press yeah. of this record that is like 350 dollars for some reason right and it's four songs recorded with you know like a mic in the middle of a room right and i don't know i, I you know like it's cool for collectors you know and stuff like that and there's definitely a few bands that i love to have all their records but kind of like you know the par for entry you know for like kids getting into music like you don't want to show someone a band and it's like, oh, well, you know, there's no represses and you can only get this one record for right. $700 on Discogs, you know? I think it should I, I think it should all be accessible, you know? But I guess yeah. represses make that a little bit better. And, yeah. you know, people people kind of milk that yeah. as it goes. Yeah, there's, but, there's only one, like, reel-to-reel copy that's yeah. covered in shit, uh, yeah. you know? Uh, and everybody's dying for it. Is $14,000, yeah. Yeah. Plus tax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, in high school, I was super into like bridge nine bands, um, mm-hmm. and so well, you on the B nine board? Oh man, I was all over it. 
Yeah. You're talking all sorts of shit. Now, I'm not really, a, I'm not a shit talker, but, you know, obviously, like you were just, uh, to piggyback on what you were just saying, there's like this weird, at least back then, I haven't, I haven't checked recently, but there's yeah. this weird, like, elite, elitist type <laughs> attitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, yeah, like, I got, I've got all the original shit. And, right. you know, I've got this thing that no one else will ever have. It's like, okay. Yeah cool like i have you know the minor threat repress on a yellow vinyl on right. <laughs> right i've got the uh yeah the, the minor threat discography on cd yeah, yeah. that's all i fucking need yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's all you got that's all you need yeah but i remember uh specifically trying to get the righteous jams uh rage of discipline on red <laughs> like red like coke bottle clear red and a holy grail. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. I was working at Little Caesars at the time, so I was like trying to spend two hundred bucks on a fucking <laughs> you know this vinyl that I don't think I even have a vinyl player. I just like, like so deep into Righteous Jams at that point. That uh, that paycheck was not hot and ready for buying expensive records. Shit, no, was not. <laughs> it's expensive to collect records. I, I mean, you know, like there's a lot of great shops around here, like there's Vinyl Conflict and stuff like that, and it's like. If you go in there, you know you're spending a couple hundred bucks just because they have, you know, great selection anyways. But it's like the resurgence, you know, like we were like, you know, I'd never been on vinyl before talking off. And like, you yeah. know, it's it's kind of it's it's a cool feeling to like hold something that's like bigger than a CD. For sure. You know, but yeah, yeah. the yeah, the time and effort and money that goes into pressing vinyl. It's so much that, you know, finally to get the actual copy in your hand, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then you're already over the songs. Right. right, You're already moving on to the next release that you're getting. Yeah. It's already taken seven months and $4,000 to get. Right. This weird, (laughs) this terrible cycle that I subject myself to. Uh, Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked to be on here. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. You've had some great guests and stuff like that. I'm just not much of a zoomer. So, you know, a zoomer, a zoomer yeah i think that's a, that's I, like I, that's a generation yeah. term now right I, that, I guess so yeah i mean in, in relation to zoom meetings mm, yeah yeah this is mm. uh i work in an office so this is my life just zoom and yeah my microsoft oh, you teams work, you work from home too no they made us go back in the office so ridiculous yeah <laughs> They're going to watch y'all just in case. Yeah, man. I, if I'm paying them, I want to see them, you know? Yeah, I got it. Uh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah. Uh, it's positive, positive. Yeah, nothing, nothing no positive. Word. No um, Did you ever see a hardcore band that you, like, put up on this kind of pedestal and you're like, man, they kind of fucking suck life. <laughs> um so like a, a hardcore band that i loved that i saw live and i was like oof not doing it for me yeah i feel like that's most of them because half the time the lead singer doesn't even sing you know it's kind of ah, just yeah. all right everybody knows this song like i'm gonna pass it you know and i grew up in like new hampshire and boston so there's a lot of hardcore bands like you had like your half hearts you know yeah. you had your like gangrenes your fus like all this like all like old hardcore punk stuff and like those bands are still playing but i i don't think it's you know it's the same right. i think you know when, when when bands like that came out it was kind of so special you know and then it's like all right well when you're not 17 and you know complaining about like 
who even knows what now you're like 42 and you have like four kids, you know, like it's a little bit different, Yeah. but for the most part, I feel like all the bands are pretty great. Like one of the last shows I went to was like uh Bane's final show mm, yeah. in Boston, which sold out in like three seconds. And my friend got me tickets and it was just, I've never seen that many people like at a hardcore show be so stoked. So yeah. that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Also still just very sweaty and you know right it was like it was like them and i think like ceremony and a couple other bands saves the day too yeah. randomly oh that's weird yeah they they kind of i think i think the gap between like uh you know like that kind of that kind of pop punk and hardcore like they always kind of mesh a little bit yeah but yeah man good times yeah so um talk me off has been together for how long? So I think Talk Me Off has been together for three and a half years now. Yeah. Um, so we started, um, so when me and Holly moved to Richmond, um, we were living in another place and um, Holly had just left Orlando. So she was like looking to play some bass and stuff like that. And she actually joined um, a Screeching Weasel cover band um, that did like some holiday like charity events. So every year in Richmond, except for this year, of course, um, there's this thing called Punks for Presents, where everybody gets together and covers a band and, you know, yeah. donate all the money to the children's hospital and kind of uh, buy, you know, gifts for kids and stuff like that. So Holly played in this band called Screeching Reindeer. So like they always switch the names to kind of, you know, okay. like there's like the Christmas fits and um, I've done snow effects and stuff like that. So Holly actually met Ryan through that. And then we ended up all... Ryan played in another band called Clever Girl, and he played in a Ramones cover band, uh, which he still does every once in a while. So we kind of got together and we're like, yeah, let's write some songs. And um, actually, uh, Tom and Nikki from Dr. Mechanic put out oh, yeah. that first cassette for us, which was super cool. And we're like, oh, cool. Like, we have a physical thing. Yeah. I guess we like have to do this now, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Tom and Nikki are great. They, they oh, put yeah. out all, all of our stuff on uh, Yeah. They're actually they're making some cassettes for us of this EP as well. So we kind of, you know, keep in touch with them, but so they did that. And then we've just been kind of playing shows if we can and, you know, traveling, um, not anymore, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had so many shows lined up as yeah. I'm sure you guys yeah, did too. For sure. Yeah. No, uh, you, you got, got made flyers for a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You, um, you do uh, a lot of our art just because I know you're going to do a good job and it's going to mm -hmm. be quickly. Uh, yeah. A lot of it's uh, a lot of the art out there can be hit or miss for sure. When, uh, when getting some band art and stuff like that or extremely expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I remember <laughs> for one show, I remember getting you to do the art and I sent you or I, this, I think this happened a couple of times. Where I've sent you the flyer that they have posted. Yeah, it's totally. like, man, look at this shit. What is this bullshit? It is like, uh, it's like MS Paint, like Volume Three, and it's like, you know, yeah, a couple like five different typefaces, and there's no info about the show on it, but it's the flyer somehow. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty easy going with stuff, uh, <laughs> but like, I remember one flyer that i sent you it was the um it was the mobile or the Crichton leprechaun mm -hmm. that uh 
that like <laughs> eyewitness drawing and then yeah. like the shitty MS paint, you know, uh, uh, text. Which- which is actually sometimes a flyer can be so shitty it's good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that that one was so shitty it was shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I hope this dude is joking, sending me this. And yeah. so I was like, so I did the. Uh, I was just like, oh man, you know what? Uh, my buddy went ahead and made a flyer for this, and then just got you. <laughs> you will swap out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how about y'all? Are you uh y- y'all writing some new music and stuff like that? Yeah, we recorded four songs. Nice. Uh, so I don't know if we're gonna put out an EP or try and do something different. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, do we save it for something bigger, or do we just, you know, right? Put out something now while we're still about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Hopefully, these vaccines uh slow all this stuff down. Um, yeah, I feel like every day we stare into this like black pit of our phones and then we're like, okay, cool. Maybe we'll find something to be happy about tomorrow, but yeah. chances are probably not. You're right, man. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why I, start, I started this podcast because I was like, man, I need something or I'm going to scream just yeah, out be- into the world. A beacon of hope yeah. in, 20, in 2021. Yeah. But yeah, I've been lucky enough to talk, get some cool people on. I've got some, have you on? Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I always get super intimidated about these things. I was like, I can just, I guess I'll go on and talk. You know, why not? It's it's what, it's easy. What easy, else are we doing? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I like to have like a, a conversation. You yeah. Know? It's not yeah. like, a, you know, so I've heard some like punk centric podcasts be like, <laughs> so what what inspires you? Yeah. You know, like fuck, I don't know. What's the Uh-oh. best? What's the best Misfits song? None of them. <laughs> <laughs> Another one where it's like, okay, yeah, that band got back together, and now their tickets are eight hundred dollars for some reason. Yeah, all these rich people that are going to like Misfit shows and like punk rock bowling. I'm like, damn, like must be nice to pay like four grand to go yeah. see your favorite bands at the Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a a funny thing. Um, the uh the psych the um therapist office that I go to the like head doctor went to see them in Madison Square Garden and I was like so that's the that's the person you know uh, doctors you know are going to see them can you with yeah. can you listen to the Misfits all right yeah man I'm starting to I'm starting to you know my world is starting to crumble yeah you know, this. too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we were we were talking about that too and it's just like you know like like you know bands that like do the face paint and stuff like that you know you get and like we saw a band once that did it was like two people did face paint and two people didn't it's like you gotta go full for it wow you can't half step into half that the band yeah half the band can't be stoked on an idea that's like a like aesthetic you know <laughs> yeah you know uh one band that you got even though they're all turds uh you gotta commend them for being fucking dedicated is is kiss you know yeah dude kiss is a great band i love man their songs are so good i'll stand by that and like detroit rock city like uh, we were talking about that movie the other day and like that movie still i i gotta like rewatch it within the past five years but last time i remember it still holds up yeah still solid flick and i mean gene simmons is a crazy person but they know how to market themselves like no other you know yeah. But yeah, they went they went full for it. 
yeah. face, face makeup. Still doing it. They're in their 70s yeah. and they're still, yeah. Singing Lick It Up in full face makeup. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've uh, a favorite video of ours to watch or listen to in the van is um, the um, Paul Stanley uh, stage banter super compilation. Ooh, I haven't seen that. That sounds really good. Oh, you're going to have to send me that link. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Because uh, <laughs> it's just the most absurd, absurd banter uh, that you could dream and want. <laughs> From Kiss. From Kiss, yeah. From Kiss. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're surprised that like Gene Simmons isn't doing it, but I guess hey, someone's got to you know step up to the plate. That's true. Yeah, fill the <laughs> void. Yeah, yeah. Be, fill fill the void of the crazy, yeah. you know, crazy banter. Uh, I used to be uh, super into Ramstein as a teenager. Uh-huh. I think that's yeah, the, that's that's pretty par for the course. The age range you should be yeah. into Ramstein. Uh, but I remember watching a um, an interview with like the singer of Ramstein, and he was talking mm-hmm. about opening up for a Kiss in Mexico City, <laughs> and they were like. They did not like us at all. And Ramstein was already huge at this point. You know, mm-hmm. Do Hosted came out. Yeah. All that big they're, shit. They're like probably competing with, you know, because like they've got a crowd that's just younger than the Kiss fans, you know, like. Maybe. <laughs> Kiss fans are okay. just crazy. I got to ask you, do, did you ever hear the rumor that like the band Ramstein like killed somebody? Like they shot like a flaming arrow into a crowd at like one of their shows and like killed a fan? I've. I'd buy it. I'd, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I'd say that might be real. Yeah. I'd have to check out like Snopes or something like that. <laughs> Get the verification that we need. Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, you can't, you know, it's a numbers game with that where you got everything is on fire on stage. Something's <laughs> yeah. going to happen. Something bad's not going to go, you know. You're right. <laughs> they were kind of, they were kind of, uh, they, yeah, they were an interesting band. And I feel like, their shows are like they're still shows you know what i mean like you can go see a concert but it's like that's like an epic like event yeah you know I mean? like slayer or something like that yeah yeah you know? i've always uh i've always wanted to try obviously not something like that but obviously uh into the crowd. i don't know if our van is big enough to fit all of our gear and all of our uh, the pyro and the light pyro rig. yeah the light rig we would need but yeah, it's tough to, uh, well, at least for us, it's tough to get people like interested, you know? Um, I feel like that's a, I feel like, you know, most times, like there's a lot of bands that are great that get no attention. And then there's like some bands that kind of have like a thing about them. That's right. Interesting that people are like, Oh, I want to go check out this band because X, Y, and Z, you know, like right. they're doing some crazy shit or like, you know, but then it's like you play places like the fest and it's like, how do I get people to see my band when there's 400 bands this weekend? Yeah, you know, sure. like something like that. Sure. So it's, especially within the punk scene, you know, everybody kind of, for the most part, we're all just fumbling around until, you know, someone writes a good track. Yeah. Get that, <laughs> get that big fat check. Yeah. Get, get the big check. Yeah. <laughs> we're all just waiting to sell out. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> the, they wrote that, the, you know, real big fish wrote that song. For a reason. Yeah, they, they weren't lying. Then, no. they wrote, then they wrote Don't Start a Band, and they also weren't lying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, actually, one of the last things we did as a band before all this was like we had a, we did a podcast as well, and we just kind of talked about touring and stuff like that. But it's been weird not playing music for this long, you know. Like, I feel like it's I don't know. You, you definitely see people that are like think that it's like okay, cool, like you know, like maybe the world will get back to normal. But then for some people, it's like you know, like their whole life was like live music entertainment and stuff like that. And those people have no like right no way of knowing when they're going to go back to work so for sure yeah it's crazy yeah we're i mean we're lucky enough uh that you know our our day jobs uh you know robert's a firefighter so it's not like they're gonna be like all right we don't need the fire department anymore yeah cutting funds (laughs) right yeah so yeah and i just i test software so there wasn't like a real like all right we can't do the job anymore uh yeah so yeah, we are super lucky yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Like they're not kicking you out for any reason, right? Need so, software even more than yeah. before. Yeah. So yeah, I feel super, uh, super lucky. But yeah, yeah, definitely, I know some people who like playing music was there, like they were all in on, on yeah. uh, touring. And you know what's crazy too to think that there's like legit merch people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of them, you just ask your friend, like, yo, can you, like, cover their merch booth, like, while we play? But, right. like, there's people out there that are, like, I'm a merch person. Like, this is what I do, you know? I'm, like, stuff like that. So, it's, like, it's crazy to think that, like, you know, merch people are out of business and stuff like yeah. that. But I think bands have become super, like, inventive, though, in this time, you know? And I think as much as it sucks that shows, like, aren't happening, you know, I think everybody kind of took a break and like look back and was like wow you know like maybe we should try and reinvent the wheel yeah you know and and you can you know that's what happened when i feel like the internet first kind of like came to fruition with like lot like music you know like it was so accessible and everybody could do it that you kind of like you lost some of that mystique and you didn't want to buy records because you could download it but now it's kind of like i can't see bands live i need to go back to the internet to like you know, like see them, like see what they're doing and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. People are definitely hustling still, you know? Yeah, for sure. I get like a bands in town notification that like some other band is doing live stream. And I'm, you know, at first I was like super down and now I'm like, I'm so burnt out on live streams. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, like I'm, I'm sure you're the same way where you can tell when somebody put effort into like, their live stream yeah totally you know what i'm and, saying yeah like our friends rebuilder just, yeah and i think, I I think you know, Daniel, yeah daniel's a sweetheart you know like he always books us in boston and yeah. um because we usually play puza fest and come back through and yeah you know i've known daniel for years and years and years but yeah rebuilder one you know like they didn't really do a ton of live stuff before and they really i think you know held it for that and the video turned out great you know like they played a bunch of new songs so it's like all right i want to listen because they're doing new shit, you know, and right. people are kind of people are kind of dying for that right now. Yeah, yeah, and so, they they also so. had like a cool like inter like interview, you know, yeah thing. And it was cold as fuck, right? <laughs> it's you know, it was nicely shot. You know, it wasn't yeah. just somebody on their their iPhone, which you know, iPhone yeah. iPhone can get good video, but I mean, can't capture the allure, <laughs> right? Yeah, the, the uh, true moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, they really went for it, and you know, there's all you know and. Uh, like the fest has still been doing live streams and you know i've seen a lot of other uh you know things in other countries of people being pretty inventive of how to you know reincorporate at least live or separated music back into it but 
it's, I don't know. I wish I played guitar because it is like, I have to like go play drums, you know, like yeah. I have to like get up and do it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to stay in my house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's y'all's practice space situation like? So we practice, we, we all got a spot in Richmond. Um, we kind of put practice on hold for a little while. You know, yeah, just for sure. Numbers are crazy and it's really no need right now, but yeah, we just, it's us and a couple other bands share this spot and, you know, it's, it's cool, man. There's almost like, there's too much in Richmond, you know, like there's a lot of great bands from here and like there's too much and there's too little cause there's so many bands. It's like, all right, we need to find a practice spot, you know, now, but there's like 74 other bands looking for a practice spot, you know? So yeah. we got this cool little space on like South side and we go there and, you know, like that's pretty much like right before, uh, quarantine hit we were like writing the ep and then we're like let's just finish it and record it and at least have something new yeah you know before we leave and uh swamp cabbage was down to put it put it out and smart punk um and even uh this uh label called wall ride records is putting out the cassette and stuff like that so that'll be cool and that's like derek from Nightbirds, the drummer so oh uh, yeah you like the tunes so it'll be it'll be fun that's cool. But we're like, we're going to come out of it with something, you know, at least even if it's just tunes that we recorded that, you know, yeah, might not see the light of day, but we just wanted to have fun. Yeah. What, uh, you brought up that you're in Richmond. Is, uh, is Guar Bar cool? Guar Bar is pretty cool. Yeah. So we don't go there like super often. We went, so I feel like Guar Bar for the most part. And not, not talking shit here, but, like, it's kind of like a before quarantine and stuff like that, definitely a travel destination for bands when they came into town. They're like, yeah, like, we're playing a show. We want to go to Guar Bar and, like, yeah. see what it's all about. And it's, like, you know, it's eccentric. It's awesome. You know, like, they've got shit hanging off the walls and cheap drinks and pretty good food. So, you know, there's, like, a lot of just bars. Like, there's even a new spot called Cobra Cabana in Richmond, um, which is owned by like Valiant Thor members and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So everybody in Richmond either plays in a band or works at a bar. So that's fucking cool. You know, kind of can't strike out there. Yeah. I remember like one of the first jobs I had when I moved here, I worked at this place called 821 Cafe. Okay. And uh, just like washing dishes and like, you know, delivering food until I could find like another job. <clears throat> and the dudes found out like, oh, like, oh, he's into punk, you know, like that's cool. And I was, like, out back talking. I was, like, someone should do, like, a Tony Hawk Pro Skater Halloween cover set. And, like, one of the dudes, like, laughed. He's, like, haha, like, Garth's band was on Tony Hawk. And I was, like, what are you, I was, like, bit, like, what band do you play? And he's, like, oh, like, Strike Anywhere. And I was, like, dude, I was, like, I listened to your band, like, all through high school. You know, you're just kind of, like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, like, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then, like, the owner came up to me. He's, like, yeah, I play in this band, like, Amberetto. Like, we got the show, you know, next week if you want to come. And I was, like, dude, punk's everywhere, you know in richmond yeah it was kind of like uh when I was, I was like this is funny because the pizza place that i worked at in new hampshire was just like a bunch of people i went to high school with <laughs> you know like not like people that i like listened to their music in high school damn dude that's wild yeah kind of oh, funny but you know and and that's like the same thing with Barbar. Bar, you know like they all hire musicians they're you know yeah. everybody here has been super cool with with everything going on you know right protocols and everything like that but yeah kind of just like no end in sight. So everybody's just hustling. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I can't imagine, uh, it's a cool place being living and working in a cool place like that, where it's like, Oh yeah, I was, uh, yeah, we, we toured with rancid like, I don't know, like five years in a row. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like, Oh, no big deal. 
Yeah, like in like Amberetta had just like played with like Blink One Eighty Two, like you know, the week before and shit like that. I'm like, dude, come on, man. I was like, yeah, of course I'll go see your band. You know, uh, yeah. why not? But you know, it's uh, it's it's cool. There's there's a lot of a lot of great music here, but yeah. you know, I think people are definitely hurting at this time for sure. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, man. What's up with Alabama? Uh. <laughs> still still wild wild yeah. and crazy um, i was gonna say like i feel like you know it depends on where you go where people are like taking it more seriously or yeah you know, the mentality yeah for sure uh i find i've i haven't like the only places i've been in the past <laughs> 10 months or like out of town have been birmingham alabama and austin um mm-hmm. and both those places are very liberal and so they're taking it very seriously yeah but uh mobile where i live uh a <laughs> little different not so much yeah there's <laughs> like yeah uh, it's, it's it's disheartening too you know you're like come on like at least as a town can we have like one collective decision that's like not absolute bullshit <laughs> no dude no that's no. like a, richmond is fine but like the second you go out of town it's just like mask like what <laughs> yeah why would you wear that? Yeah, it's a. Uh, ah. Gotta love it. Well, it's you know it's a, uh, in in uh, in Mobile especially, uh, mm-hmm. numbers are spiking like super hard right now again, yeah. which I know that's a lot of places, but uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just like man, if there's only something we could do, you know, right. to try and help. Been, if only we've been told something that we could maybe try to maybe help. Yeah. They're yeah. like nope, nope. They're like they're like Internet Eagle told me that that's a hoax, so I have to believe it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I I I understand, you know, as much as I, I don't agree, but I understand people like it's been ten months. I'm you know whatever. Uh, yeah, I get the uh, yeah. Sorry, go sorry. on. No, no, no. It's all you. No, uh, but I don't know you know people are okay so in america as you know this i'm not i'm not fucking breaking ground here with these with what i'm about to say uh people people don't like to be told what to do in america and then in the south in america people definitely don't like to be told what to do yeah i can i can vouch for that you know because being from the northeast you know like it's a lot different than moving down here you know yeah and and I think what I was like, what we're kind of getting at is like, yeah, like, you know, after 10 months, people are like fed up, you know, and it's like, yeah. you, can, you can understand that. But at the same time, it's like, you're fed up because of others, like ignorance, you know, yeah. Yeah, and sure. it's like everybody else, like I saw someone say something that just like hit home. They're like, it's like all the smart kids are trying to do the group project and the like, you know, the dumb kids are just like ruining it for everybody else, you know, and we just got to like deal with the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Hope we at least get like a C plus or something. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I hope. I hope these, uh, you know, these vaccines rolling out actually help. Because man, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> if they don't, shit, I don't know. If not, I might see you next year for another podcast. Maybe yeah, man, we'll do a yearly. <laughs> yeah, we get a yearly meeting on uh, on January thirteenth. Yeah, man, I can go ahead and lock it in on Zoom. I'll send you the invite. Yeah. <laughs> send me the send me the Google invite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but anyways, let's. Let's pivot from from it. No, we can go down this wormhole. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, 
what's um what's one of the bands that you've played with with talk uh talk me off uh that you've been like damn i can't believe i'm playing with this band Mm. well so we've done we've done a lot of shows that i kind of have that feeling um get three we can do three yeah yeah uh we like so there was one in particular that like we were all like super stoked on now i'm just like think thinking i'm like oh damn like so when our like sixth our like sixth show was with off of their heads in baltimore hmm. and like so that was a real fun one and not like a like oh shit we're playing with this band but i was like oh damn like a band i actually want to like you know stay for the headliner type deal like yeah. we've played with like the addicts recently um there's just like a lot of like I don't know. There's like a we one of our f- like most fun shows. I will say that we we're all kind of like stoked that we played was with Nightbirds. Oh yeah. Um, so that record store that I was telling you about in Richmond called Vinyl Conflicts, they had this like ten year anniversary show, and um, I was chatting with the dude Bobby, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like I think we're gonna get this band like Neighborhood Brats to play. Like, do you guys want to play?" And I was like, "Dude, yeah, like that band rips. You know, like they're super good." Um, if you haven't checked him out, listen to him. But, uh, and he wrote me a little bit after and he's like, Oh, like bummer. Like they bailed. He's like, um, if y'all still want to play, like the new lineup is going to be Nightbirds and dark thoughts. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I think we could swing yeah, that. We I was might like, be able know, to. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you know, like Holly used to play in a band with Daniel and stuff like that back in the day. So just playing with dark thoughts too, is always a lot of fun, but yeah, we're like, Man, Nightbirds, you know, because we're all like big Ergs fans, so we're yeah. like, oh shit, yeah, like, right. and Holly loves Psych to Die and stuff like that, and so we're like, oh, like Joe Erg and like all that shit. So that was probably one of the shows that we're like, all right, this is like, this is a good one. We'll uh, we'll we'll put this flyer up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's made the wall. And we played with like the Lillingtons and stuff like that, which is like you know like nostalgic and fun and yeah. cool. And, but yeah, like you know, there's there's always a million shows in Richmond, but so we're lucky to play any of them i think at this point you know yeah but the addicts one was super interesting because it was at like the second biggest venue in town so it's this place called the broadberry and uh this lady jess that runs it she does broadberry entertainment and stuff like that awesome person has always been down to help us with shows and uh i was like hey can like we play that addict show and she's like yeah sure why not and um funny story like there's like this little green room and it's like kind of implied that it's like just for the addicts yeah but like we get the door code and stuff like that so like you know we were drinking and like messing around and i was like oh i gotta i like left a beer in the other room and i like went into like the green coat like green room and stuff like that into the code and just like walked in on that dude like naked he's like changing into his like apparel for the show he's like get out and i was like (laughs) yeah made a good impression there like whoops and uh yeah that was like that was in january so that was one of the last mm. shows that we we played yeah. so you know just making stupid mistakes yeah. and was uh uh and you don't have to say which member it was but was he packing heat what, what, what was he working with um did you I get a good see, look he was, he was turned around the other way and ah. he was like tossing on the coat it was it was the lead singer he was tossing on the coat and you know the hat the hat get up yeah. Which I was never like a super big addicts fan, but like they're still really tight, you know. Like, yeah. and it, they've been doing it for a really long time. But like, I walked in, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Whoops, <laughs> my bad." But yeah, it was just like getting dressed, and I was like, "I should not be here right now." <laughs> what if What if he was like, "No, close the door behind you," and like close the door? <laughs> yeah. 
he invited me in for a cigar and some some whiskey <laughs> before the gig. Uh, shit. Uh, definitely be stranger things to happen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a good one. And you know, like there's there's just been like a lot of fun shows that we've we've had the opportunity to play. You know, and actually the Lawrence Arms one. Oh uh, yeah. Was, Super fun. Um, I actually, I actually booked that one. Um, so I pulled the whole. Oh, like my band can play. You oh, know, like, you know. Oh, I just, I just, I was just thinking. I found this band. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. dawned on me. Yeah. Yeah, and so like it was actually really funny. So like Toby from Red Scare, you know, hit me up. He's like, hey, like, you know, Lawrence Arms is coming through. Do you want to book it? And I was like, not really, but sure. Like, you know, why not? So we ended up getting them at this bar, which was like 140 cap and. 280 people came to the door Damn, like you know before whatever I don't think they even turned anybody away but like yeah that was a good time like Holly like literally loaded out her guitar and then couldn't get back into the room because people were just like to the brim you know like you're basically crowd surfing just to get a spot Yeah, but that was fun they had like an off night on their like bad religion tour and uh, (laughs) I got got, like again super embarrassed at that show I like Went up to the drummer after we're all like loading out, you know, like I'm paying them and kind of squaring up and, yeah. you know, the shoot, shooting the shit. And uh, I went up to the drummer and I was like, yeah, man, like, you know, great set. I was like, what do you do for a living? And he like kind of like looked at me and I was like, he's like, I do Lawrence arms. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah, you <laughs> asshole. What do you think? Yeah, I do? I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> I was like that. I didn't mean to say it like that you know but you always assume like someone's got yeah. like you know in the music industry someone's got a side hustle you know right oh like, i'm a studio drummer or i do this and that yeah. and he's like i do lawrence arms i was like dang that's awesome fucking was, more like, power that, to you shit yeah that rules and he lives in la super sweet dude yeah, yeah. and we played like a like a mexican uh like restaurant and after the show i caught like brendan kelly eating like a 7-eleven burrito and you know they had like had food before and i was like oh like having a 7-eleven burrito i was like yeah man you know this always scratches the itch at the end of a show you know yeah, man they're running <laughs> for the border that, yeah yeah gonna get that good nightcap you know the 7-eleven burrito <laughs> yeah just 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 to ease my stomach before going to sleep yeah it helps helps me you know get a good night's sleep <laughs> oh shit yeah it's always uh it is always scary taking on a show, you know, let alone a a big show where it's like, man, if people don't come out, I don't know. I got anxious for like three days before because, you know, like, you know how it goes with like, you know, it's a Monday night. Yeah. Like, oh, I hope people come. And you always are like, oh, the ones that you know are going to be good are bad. Yeah. The ones that you're like, oh, maybe this will be good are just like a toss up, you know, yeah. and it's just like, shoot, like, I hope people come and hang out, you know. Yeah. But they did. They showed up, and I think Richmond is like one of those places. Like, if the show's free, people come people out. Will be, people will be there, which yeah. I respect it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Besides that, just been drawing and you know playing drums when I can. Living uh, life. Do you uh do you draw stuff for yourself at all? Like, yeah, I've been trying to lately. You know, um, I think one thing that's like that's like hard about you know doing art or doing music i think you still need to take the time to like not monetize your hobbies and kind of just do stuff for yourself you know like you know i'll still paint paintings just for fun and stuff like that you know even with music it's like you know you'll like play you know play covers or like do stuff like that just because it's like well i enjoy right 
you know, music and stuff like that. But I think in today's like hustle, it's like everybody wants to monetize their hobbies. And sometimes you can, you know, and it's just like, you got to like get that fine line of like, all right, I'm doing stuff for me, you know? Yeah, it's true. And I've even hit up other artists for talking me off because I'm like, I don't want to do anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Holly, the, Holly's friend painted the, Holly's friend Jess um, from Orlando painted the, the album art because I was like I don't want to do art right you know? <laughs> yeah that makes sense I was going to ask you that because I've noticed with with talk me off it's it's not you because you have a very definite uh distinct to me at least you have a very distinct style yeah. like I know I even hit you up when there's like a red scare thing I was like did you make this and it wasn't you know yeah yeah, yeah. and um like and that's the thing too you know like uh, I feel like I pigeonhole myself I'm like yeah maybe like someone else would be better at this also I'm just like I don't want like you know, I did the art for like both the EPs, the, the new one that's going to come out, which yeah. is going to be like on an obnoxious double sided 10 inch just for fun because <laughs> right. it like just barely didn't fit on a seven inch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's like, you know, I'll do it when I can. But, you know, for the most part, like, I, you know, my day job is like I, I do design as well, too. So I'm like at the end of the night, it's like, oh, I'm like burnt out. For sure. You know? And I'm, I think everybody kind of gets to that point, you know, when even when you cross the bridge in music from like, all right, I was playing for fun or like, you know, I haven't reached this, but like now I'm playing for a paycheck, you know, I assume yeah. that there's kind of like, it yeah. loses its, its touch and it's like, it loses its like, you know, fun and, you know, yeah. whatever you want, especially being, you know, the special touch, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know what you would call it, but I got you, man. Yeah. I'm sure like, I don't know, even, uh, I don't know, fucking AFI or something. I'm sure Davey <laughs> Havoc is like, fuck, I would rather be anywhere else than than the Tucson Auditorium or Amphitheater. I bet there's some nights where they're like, you know, like they're like all stoked, you know, because I'm sure you're still stoked at least to play a little For bit. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. But then you're like, oh shit, like they didn't get my like, my like granola bars that I asked for, you know, like you get to that point where you're like, you've got a schedule and yeah. which is actually super funny because the writer, um, for Lawrence Arms asked for like they asked for like the standard stuff but like the last item was like a chimpanzee and a throne with a scepter and I was like did you get it? No I wish so there's like so like people have like Toby told me that like people have like drawn pictures of it before you know to like fulfill the rider and I was like thinking of like oh like I'll just there's this like oddity shop in Richmond and this dude Justin runs it that I know and I was like dude imagine if I actually got like a like taxidermied chimpanzee sitting on a throne like presented it to them like you'd have to win at that point i you, think you spent eight hundred dollars on this taxidermy chimpanzee and throne i spent four, four grand just for y'all just for- <laughs> okay well are you gonna pay us what yeah, no, do what no that's whole guarantee what it comes out of the you guys actually owe me now yeah so I'll, you know i'll just send i'll just i'll get you an itemized statement don't worry about it right now you know yeah but yeah and like you know like i feel like there there's got to be a fine line you know between what you do for fun and like what you monetize you know and i don't know everybody's just hustling nowadays so it's yeah. kind of like where's the line especially with like running a record label i don't know how people do that yeah i thought about it but it's just kind of like no thanks yeah <laughs> a lot of work for not a lot of payoff yeah it's just fucking passion man yeah, yeah. Even, even the big ones, you know, like it must be hard to like, you know, because if you put out one stinker, it's like, all right, there's a couple you know, grand. There's the, yeah. yeah, there's the budget for for the next band, you know. Yeah. All, 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. Uh, just, just been doing the thing. That's right. Um, I did get some, uh, I got some questions for you. What you got? Uh, so I know you, uh, you know, as, as you saw, I, mm-hmm. I asked, you know, I usually, what I'm, what I'm liking to do now is, you know, whenever I'm recording with someone, I'll say, you know, recording with so-and-so ask, mm-hmm. ask questions. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we were lucky enough to get some, let's see here. I was going to say anybody I know chime in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or just some randos. Always uh, down. Okay. Uh, here's one, uh, favorite punk drummer of all time. Favorite punk drummer. Um, shoot. You know, like I'm going to have to do, be that guy and say Bill Stevenson, you know, ever, ever since, you know, like I was like a little kid, you know, like Descendants, Black Flag, you know, and even all that, all of the all catalog is so impressive and that dude just rips. So I'd say Bill Stevenson and I wonder if there's like a close second, probably just Bill Stevenson again. So yeah, I like watching videos of him playing live, like yeah. Kurt, well, not, you know, of like in the recent years, because it's like the way his his like snare is at like an angle yeah and he's and just like that butter dude it's just like and it looks like he's just like just like <laughs> but it's like you know it's crazy it's like, is he doing fourth notes is he doing 16th notes and like where did that fill come from right. you know yeah i actually saw him he's a super interesting dude i didn't really like meet him but like i went and i saw only crime in boston they played to like 15 people um, because only crime, I guess, is not as big because it's like him, the dude from Good Riddance, um, one of the dudes from Bane, and I forget the other band. But I like talked to him after, and you know, I was like, "Hey, man, like that was great." You know, like you're one of my favorite drummers, and he was just kind of like, "Cool, man, thanks." Well, and I was I'm, like, "All right, that, that's all I needed to hear." Yeah, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> he. So many people come up to him and was like, "Oh, you don't know, you don't know what Milo goes to college did to me." And he's like, dude, "Oh, cool, thanks, bro." Yeah, I think after seeing Filmage too, and knowing that like he wrote a lot of the music, you know, if not all of it, pretty much, and yeah. like all that, you know, he was he's an interesting dude for sure. You know, yeah. I feel like the documentary definitely painted him in a good light. And him, uh, do you have a brain? Tumor? Yeah, like a big big scar on his head. I think he had like a brain tumor removed tumor? or something like that. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like yeah. So even that to to still be as good and have like a ma- a huge like brain injury and have your brain operated on, which is like <laughs> if you you know half a centimeter the wrong way and you like can't talk anymore, you know. Yeah, and they said like even the surgeon was like a Black Flag fan. Like they found yeah. a photo of him like crowd surfing on a Black Flag show. I was like, that's cool shit. Yeah. You don't get that often. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Uh, next one is from... Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and expose him. Uh, uh, this is Andy from Caffeines. Uh-huh. Uh, uh What's your favorite type of Taco Bell sauce? So I'm going to get some grief for this one, like... Not really a huge Taco Bell sauce fan, you know. Yeah. Ooh, Me and Holly will we'll get the bell, but I'll say I'll say the hot. I did like the Verde that they had, and then they did away with it. Yeah. I'm like a green green hot sauce kind I of do. dude. I like the uh, yeah. I like the green uh, green Tabasco is my favorite. 
it seems like now Taco Bell, I mean, this was before, you know, but Taco Bell now is like, we're going to get rid of everything that people like. Yeah. Just, just in case they wanted to come back. Right. But the, the Verde sauce at Taco Bell back in the day used to slam. Mm-hmm. And I'll stand by that. Um, wow. Man. I'm really I, going for it on that one. Yeah, going for the throat. <laughs> hopefully, I, you know, hopefully the, uh, the hate messages I get aren't too, too <laughs> I know. This might be a groundbreaking episode. I'm saying it. Uh, okay. And we have one more. Uh, what is your favorite uh, graphic design program to work in? Um, I work in Illustrator. Um, I actually have like, so most of my stuff now I'm actually doing like Procreate, which is kind of crazy because it's such a cheap program and for the iPad and stuff like that. But I do Illustrator and yeah, that's about it. You know, set up all those vector files, all those fun fun flyers you know but i i do that and I, I try to get into like scanning stuff and like going about it weird different ways and like yeah. re, you know because everything's been done at least once or twice in this world yeah. so but yeah that's as good as it gets on my end yeah <laughs> uh, a real real uh tech head real yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like i'm like in the thick of you know all the uh all the programs yeah <laughs> you know all of them <laughs> illustrator uh Illustrator. Well, it's funny. There's Illustrator. There's Procreate, which just sounds like a like a Christian like dating website. (laughs) You ask me, (laughs) and it's just like (laughs) I I was like, they probably could have thought of a better name than that. Yeah. But yeah, man. What uh, um, speaking of like graphic design guys in in bands, uh, (laughs) you know the um. Every time I die, guitarist. Mm-hmm. You follow? Do you follow his stuff? I don't. Is he a designer as He's, well? He does. Yeah, and his stuff is crazy. And he does the. Um, I guess it's Procreate. He's drawing on his iPad, and uh, he'll do like Instagram, you know, stories where he's like zooming in. Yeah. 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 Well, also, I wonder that with with in that regard, like if he was like, what came first, the band or like the art, you know, like sometimes when you see people that are like super good at art and in the band, you're like, what did you do first that didn't pan out? You know, like yeah. you try art first, you try like this, or is your art big now because you're in, you know, a yeah. big band or whatever. But yeah. yeah, man, that rules. Yeah. Do you, are you down? Can you edit some of this video? If I go take a pee real quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was about to, we were about to wrap it up. We can do that too. I mean, hey man, we've been at it for like an hour, I guess. We're about to hit an hour here. Um, I've only got like five minutes of conversation. (laughs) We were able to in the uh, last ten months. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so we were we were able to stretch it out. Uh, I've been looking at Groundhog's Day every day. You know, like (laughs) wake up, do graphic design. Yeah, it's like I go from my bedroom to the office, and then it's like, all right, then I go to the living room to watch the Great British Breaking Baking Show. You know, and then yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Christian, uh, you had options, but you decided to talk to me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Man, thank you so much for having me. I think thank this was you, a lot man. of fun. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm sorry if I'm cutting it short to go pee, but you know. Oh, man. Uh, you, can, you can go pee and you can stay on and we can talk off, off air after that.